From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Tuesday the 5th of April. In this update, sobering details have emerged of a devastating crash that killed five in Timaru last August. Five teens died when their vehicle hit a power pole and tore in two. The sole survivor, 19-year-old driver Tyrese Fleming, has pleaded guilty to five charges of dangerous driving causing death. Herald reporter Kurt Bayer says the reaction was subdued in court this morning. He says some family members he spoke to were stunned to hear the summary of facts for the first time. The court heard today that Fleming had been drinking before the accident. He even posted on Snapchat a video of him vortexing at least two bottles of alcohol before he got in the car and drove. He was doing at least 100 kilometres an hour when he lost control at a bend. The United States says those responsible for barbaric brutality in Ukraine must be held accountable. Images from the town of Bucha show bodies of civilians strewn across streets, many with their hands tied. US Department of State spokesperson Ned Price says Russia's forces are committing war crimes. The images we have seen and reports we have heard suggest these atrocities are not the act of a rogue soldier. They are part of a broader troubling campaign. Price says they're documenting what's happening and pursuing accountability. Ashley Bloomfield says stricter COVID rules might be needed again if a new highly transmissible variant of COVID reaches New Zealand. The World Health Organisation has issued a warning about the XE Omicron strain, which appears to be 10% more catchy again than the current variant. The mutation of previous Omicron strains was first detected in the UK in January. The Director General of Health says health officials here would need to look at its characteristics before providing advice on a response. It could mean stricter rules might again be needed, particularly on indoor gatherings, to keep case numbers manageable. And the Prime Minister says government officials have been working on a plan for the next variant for some time. Jacinda Ardern says she intends to make the plan publicly available so people know what to expect. It does need to manage uh, scenarios uh, that are wide-ranging, everything from a variant that still responds well to vaccine to one that doesn't. A fire at Awarua near Invercargill continues to burn. Low temperatures and some dew helped contain the blaze overnight. And incident controller Mark Mawini says crews were pleased predicted high winds never eventuated yesterday. He says firefighters will be concentrating on dampening down hotspots today. We've still got the same amount of resources, nine helicopters, eight crew on the fire ground, continuing to mop up, but much reduced fire activity. Confidence New Zealanders will be able to tighten belts to adjust to higher interest rates. Kiwi Banks lifted its standard fixed five-year home loan rate to 6.79% for those with less than 20% equity. Trade Me says the job market's running hotter than ever, especially in the far north. Nearly 82,000 vacancies were listed during the quarter ending March 31, an all-time high and a 15% year-on-year jump. To sport, the White Ferns are being left alone for a few more days to ponder their failure to make the semi-finals at their home Cricket World Cup before a review is launched. A chance to dip an oar into study for a Masters in Philosophy after Grace Prendergast celebrated her Cambridge crew winning the annual university boat race against Oxford. And 20-year-old Iga Sviantek is officially the women's tennis world number one, taking over from the retired Ash Barty. I'm Malcolm Jordan. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB newsroom.